True Crime Girls contains content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm not exactly saying you should be on high alert if your girl's favorite show is snapped, but um, maybe just sleep with one eye open, you know, just in case. Hi. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Why are we so excited? Oh my god. I don't even know how to fucking start this anymore. I know. Welcome to Chili's. (laughs) Have you seen that vine? No. Oh my god, you have to look it up. It's this fucking kid. He walks into the bathroom and he's like, hello, welcome to Chili's. Like, I don't even know. It's just fine. I don't understand Vine. Oh my god. Like, Your Vine is out. still a thing? No, no but they're but like, all over just, YouTube. Like, even the ones that are still, like, popular. Like, I just don't. Yeah. They're funny, dude. You're missing out. There's like compilations on YouTube. It's like vines that cured my depression, vines that like helped me through whatever the fuck. Like it's so good. So I have this habit of like I'll open up YouTube and now YouTube does like autoplay mm-hmm. when you're just scrolling through the oh, feed. Oh yeah, you watch so the whole thing I'll just wa- on the menu. Yeah, because yeah. I don't like having to go through the ads. Yeah. So obviously, you know, when you watch one all the way through the algorithm realizes like what to market towards you Mm -hmm. and so there's one it's like the best of and it's like best of the week and it's like monday tuesday wednesday thursday (laughs) friday and then it starts showing them and it's fucking hilarious because it's the randomest shit like i love people falling on ice those are my favorite (laughs) those are so good like there's like a um a ups delivery guy and he's backed into the driveway and the driveway's full of ice so he gets behind his truck and he has the box in front of him and he put his foot on the bumper and like launches himself (laughs) and he's like flying up the driveway that's amazing oh my god i love it (laughs) like i'll sit here for like an hour um, watching that Frozone, like just yeah, through the eyes. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> oh, oh god, gosh. this is now a YouTube uh, review. <laughs> All right, so welcome. All right, let's do it. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, just jump oh, right in there. Oh, she's just like, all right, okay. Well, I'm Janine. I'm Janine. Oh, you're going second. Whoa. I oh. Am. What okay. is that? you guys? You guys. I, I'll be the one that forgets to say anything, I guess, this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Kylie. And we're... True Crime Girls. True Crime Girls. <laughs> I'm yawning. We're Welcome all back. yawning today. Yeah, Why are I we so know. tired? Oh, it's the hour change. Motherfuck. Yeah. This shit. Yeah, that's right. No wonder. I got that one less hour of sleep. Oh, I could have had four. <laughs> God damn. What time did you wake up? 6 30. Why? 
Well, I couldn't sleep, period, and then I had to finish my stories. Yeah. Yeah, I got, like, uh, three hours of sleep. It's so hard for me to, like, comprehend that it's only, like, 11 there. Right? 11? Yeah. It's yeah. 11.30. Because it's, like, 2.30 for me. So I'm like, yeah. I don't understand why you had to wake up so early. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, so here we are. I I feel like I'm going to really like this episode. You're, you're, it's like you're, my, I feel like I'm going to really like this episode. Oh. It's my favorite television show ever. It's, it's good. It's good. It's so good. It's a lot. I think you like it because it's a lot of women. That's absolutely right. I think you like it because you stole my fucking person. <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> Everyone is right. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I wanted to do an episode like this to begin with. And then Eileen's lovely amazing precious girlfriend mm -hmm. shared with us that she knew somebody that was on snapped and like very close to her family so i was like excuse me yes <laughs> uh, I'm, I, that's that's who i'm doing and eileen's like fuck you <laughs> no it wasn't that's who i'm doing it was like i called dibs on <laughs> cousin <laughs> just like that i'm like you yeah. motherfuck uh, yeah so i'm excited Going I, first. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yours is going to be good, too. Mine's okay. Mine's okay. Well, don't get too excited, guys. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go last on this one. I'll explain why. I'm, I am I prepped one story, which I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yeah, don't say because it. Because I'll probably end up doing it at some other time. Yes. But it was just too much. And... I, I I abandoned it and I went for another one, which is just compared to the original story is just meh. Anything compared to the original story yeah. is yeah. meh. Mm -hmm. And what went on the episode that I am telling what the story that I'm talking about, I will let you know that this was the story. But until yeah. then, you will live. And in then mystery. you'll understand. And I, I hope this keeps you up at night wondering what the story was. Actually, Send us like what your guesses are. <laughs> yeah. Snapped. Yeah. Who do you think Kylie was going to cover? Yeah. Is it male or female? Just give us all the guesses. Like anything. Okay. Any type of like clues. Like Thanos. You got that already. It's not Thanos. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> That's what I freaking should have done. I should have just like summarized hilarious. <laughs> oh like, my god. You know, you know how people like they're like, oh, you know, there was this guy who yes. lost his wife to like a brutal murder and had his one surviving child who ended up being severely deformed <laughs> and he was kidnapped and he had to travel across the world to find his son and it's like it's finding nemo yeah like you should have done something like that, that. and then oh it like God. it's infinity war yeah like disappeared he was power hungry and yeah. wanted everything and oh it would have been so great oh. damn it well see this is edit this out so nobody knows that we're doing this next time <laughs> we're just covering disney we're gonna stories. do a whole episode of that yeah oh could you imagine doing that oh what, and we name it like Disney a whole stories? new world. Stop. Yeah. That would be good. Get closer. Never mind. <laughs> She's comfortable. Don't move her. 
her face look she was about to snap her face she was about to snap you were this was gonna be an episode of snapped on our snapped episode oh my god Uh i was gonna snap (laughs) she was fucking pissed okay who wants to go first eileen says she's gonna go last i can go (laughs) first i can get mine over with i already explained that it was meh which i feel bad because it's not a bad story but i'm excited i feel like it's gonna be good anyway it's good it's definitely good but you know okay here we go guys um okay so january oh i didn't even realize this was the year i was born (laughs) 92 cute thank you (laughs) (laughs) no let's figure that i think no spencer was born in 91 oh my god Um, another baby jesus i know um january 15th 1989 before kylie A New York telephone operator received a call from a woman in distress. When the call was abruptly disconnected, she alerted police, but they found nothing because the reverse directory had an incorrect address. At 11.42 p.m., the body of Betty Jeanne Solomon was found in the family's Greenberg condominium by her husband. She had been pistol whipped about um, on the head and had nine bullet wounds in her back and legs. Okay. Was she dead? <laughs> Stop. No. <laughs> Spoiler alert. She's <laughs> she didn't make it. <laughs> she didn't make it. The investigation initially focused on her husband, Paul Solomon, whose alibi was that he had stopped briefly at a local bowling alley to see friends and then had spent the evening with his 26-year-old lover, who was um, teacher oh Caroline, Caroline War- Warmus. Warmus? I Warmest? think that's, it's weird saying it out loud. Like when you read it, it looks fine. But like saying it's weird. Warmest. How do you spell it? Huh? How do you spell it? W-A-R-M-U-S. Warmest. Right? Yeah, that is weird saying it's it. It's weird, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <clears throat> Are you cold? Because I have a candle that could warm us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Michael would be so proud. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, we have a candle that can warm us. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so anyways, um, they were getting it on at the Treetops Lounge in the Holiday mm-hmm. Inn in Yonkers. Real fancy oh, shit. You lost me at Yonkers. Yeah. <laughs> um. When Warmus and additional witnesses confirmed his story, detectives turned their attention elsewhere, as did Solomon, who broke off his relationship with Warmus and became involved with a new girlfriend, Barbara Baller. What? So three? So, yeah. So he was he was having an affair on his wife with Carolyn Warmus. Oh, my God. After his wife died, he broke up with Warmus and started a new relationship with Barbara. Who has that kind of fucking time? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Paul. <laughs> oh, my God. 1989 Paul. Um, <laughs> police suspicion shifted to Warmus when she began to relentlessly pursue Solomon. So, stalker. Oh, God. Um, she followed him and his new girl to Puerto Rico. <laughs> 
Okay, who has that time? <laughs> oh my god. Warmest. <laughs> um and she was calling Barbara's family, um, trying to like get between their relationship. She just basically went cray cray. Yeah. Um, when they gained information that Warmus had obtained a 25 caliber Beretta pistol with a silencer from, um, from this guy named Vincent Parco shortly before the murder, detective Richard Constantino checked calls made from Warmus's home on January 15th. He discovered one made at three made at 302 PM was to raise sports shop in North Plainfield, New Jersey. The store's records indicated that the only female to purchase a 25-caliber 25, 25 anime... It's okay. <laughs> there we go. There it is. Here we, we are. We, are. we have officially started the episode. You're welcome. 25-caliber <laughs> oh, ammunition that day was Lisa Katai from Long Island. So they went to Lisa Katai, questioned her, but she denied ever by being in the shop or buying ammunition that day. Um, so further investigation determined that her driver's license, 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 Jesus, oh my Lord Almighty. <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> license to kill. <laughs> yep. Had been lost or stolen while she was employed at her summer job, where one of her co-workers, a Caroline Warmoth, or Carolyn, oh. might be Carolyn, police um, had evidence now to, like, to make the arrest. They were like, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Carolyn was indicted on, I just spit all over my pillow. That was cute. It's um, the time change, I swear to God. What? It's the time change. I know. We're just messed up. Um, Carolyn was indicted on the charge of second degree murder on February 2nd, 1990. Kylie's first birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, She made her $250,000 bail and her uh, her father paid her bond. Carolyn's trial was held at Westchester County Courthouse and David Lewis was her attorney. The trial dragged on as um, testimony, evidence, and speculation were closely scrutinized by the jury. Uh, hmm. So 12 days after closing statements, the jury was deadlocked at eight to four in favor of conviction but they were unable to arrive at a unanimous verdict, basically saying that she just went crazy because she wanted, um, she wanted Paul to be all hers and she wanted it to happen quicker than it was. And so she killed the wife was basically the, that seems like very open and shut though. I know. You know what I mean? But the judge was forced to declare a mistrial on April 27th, 1991. In January 1992, a second trial began. The new jury was able to gain better insight into who could have committed the murder with the new introduction of a new piece of evidence, a bloody cashmere glove belonging to Warmus that had been spotted in a photograph of the brutal crime scene. Um, It was recovered, and that basically was the nail in the coffin for her. (laughs) But I thought... 
the rest of it was pretty convincing, but yeah, like whatever. you're really gonna leave it up to a glove, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they had her like try it on. If it doesn't fit, you must <laughs> fucking acquit. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. Um, at the end of this trial, the jury took six days. <laughs> To decide Warmus was guilty um, on May 26, 1992. Jeez. Uh, the judge did not grant Warmus leniency, um, saying that she committed a hideous act, a most extreme, illegal, and wanton murder. Okay. Fancy words. Yeah. Um, she faced a minimum of 15 years but the judge sentenced her to the maximum of 25 years to life in prison. Okay. I'm like, really? 15? Yeah. So she was actually up for parole in 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, the parole board heard her account in January, but was not swayed by her presentation. So she was turned down, but she was able to reapply in 2018. I saw something about that being postponed and her having, like, a brain tumor or something. Oh, shit. But I'm having, like, trouble really finding any updates after the 2017 parole hearing. So, yeah. yeah. I'm st I'm going to try and, like, continue to look and see if I can put them on the show notes if I find anything else. But, yeah. If she had been given the minimum of sentence of 15 years, she would have been um, out in 2007. So oh, this damn. murder case attracted national media attention and led to comparisons with the 1987 film Fatal Attraction about a love affair that leads to murder. Um, the warmest case went on to inspire made-for-TV movies, six different episodes across multiple television broadcasters, and at least one book. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Get it, warmest. So, pretty good. Just the standard, like... <clears throat> <laughs> you know jealous snapping jealous girlfriend. bitch who snapped fuck dude stalker life i'm saying like they must have been really busy like him with his three girlfriends her fucking following him around yeah like what <laughs> how do people have I time can't. i don't know I like literally do not. I don't know. even have time for my one relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have time for my zero relationship. Like, I, I'm like not even paying attention to him. <laughs> All right. So much like the um, story that I did for our love triangle episode. Mm -hmm. um, so that one was a friend or a coworker of a very close family friend. So I'm kind of excited to do this one because it's a very close family friend of Eileen's girlfriend. Um, so. I love how see. we're like connected to so many things that we just had no idea. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, I do normally like to cover um, cases with a little bit more background, but um, once told me about this, I was like, yes, I have to do it. Um, so Mia Hernandez was born in Los Angeles, California in 1975 at a young age. Her mother completed suicide, which was kind of traumatizing to her. She, you can tell she kind of had like a chip on her shoulder, um, growing up, but alas, she, you know, had no choice. 
Um, in the episode of Snapped, she's on, which is season nine, episode 27. She's described as having a bit of a tough time growing up. Um, at 16, she had her first child, Priscilla. And right around the same time, she experienced the loss of her brother in a tragic traffic accident, um, which was really tough. So she's kind of dealing with this new baby. You want to, like, enjoy your life and enjoy, you know, all the good things that come with motherhood. Okay. And then on the other side of that spectrum, her fucking brother died. And it's like, yeah. um, what do I do? So, at such a young age, I believe she would have been 17 at this time, um, it was definitely not easy to handle. Um, On top of this, she split with Priscilla's father, and she was supporting herself and her daughter waitressing. In 1996, Mia was swept off her feet by one of her regular customers, 33-year-old parole officer Abel Gonzalez. Abel was described as um, looking for a partner who was at his caliber. So he had like three degrees. He was a parole officer, educated. He had a good career. Um, He was looking for somebody the same, somebody that was educated, no baggage, ready to settle down. He wasn't really looking for somebody that already had kids. Uh Um, But that all changed when he met Mia. She was a young single mother with no college degree, and he did not care. Uh, For one reason or another, his previous requirements were out the window and he was crazy about her. In 1997, the two married and not only did Abel fall in love with Mia, but he also fell in love with her daughter. He was the only father figure that she had and he saw her as his own. And the daughter basically talks the entire snapped episode about like that's her dad. Like that was just hands down her dad. Yeah. Um, I lost my place. Yay. Okay. Um, so he saw her as his own. Mia and Abel then had two children of their own, and Abel was content in giving Mia everything and anything she could possibly want. Um, He basically gave her the option of going back to work, going to school for whatever she wanted to pursue, or staying home to raise their three kids, and she chose to be a full-time mother. She actually homeschooled the kids and was basically living the dream. Like, the dad, Abel was thriving at work. Oh, excuse me. She seemed to be enjoying her time raising the kids, and everything was looking picture-perfect. But, of course, it wasn't. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, in 2007, the Gonzalez family moved into a larger home in Ontario, where we are now. Oh, my God. God. For some reason, I thought (laughs) it was Canada. (laughs) Where were we? uh, In Long Beach. We went to some place, collective, something, whatever. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And (laughs) make collectives. And the girl's like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, Ontario. And she's like... Oh, it's a big weather change, right? And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, you're so far from home. I'm like, I live 40 minutes east of here. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, not Canada? I'm like, no. And then the same thing happened in, um, in, when I went to San Diego. I'm like, oh, are you from around here? I go, oh, yeah, kind of. Like, where? I'm like, Ontario. And she's like, that's not around here. And I'm like, California? Yeah, it is. It's two hours north of here. She's like, Oh, I thought you were talking about Canada. Now I'm just going to say I'm fucking Rancho or Chino or something. Yeah, Yeah. you have to. Or otherwise, Canada? The worst part is, is 
you were like, move to Ontario. I thought Canon. You said where we are now. And I was like, wait, huh? what? Yeah. You're in Canada? Yeah. Wow. I know. We moved too. Surprise. We're <laughs> <laughs> in Canada, eh? Um, <laughs> okay. So they moved to a larger home in Ontario, California. <laughs> And uh, some signs of an unhappy marriage began to show. Um, So before the family was going to church and Bible study together, however, now that they had moved, um, Mia was no longer going with her husband and they didn't really know why. Like the church friends that they had were like, "Mm, is there something going on? Um, She, Mia began calling church friends crying about her troubled marriage, but not really giving any details about the actual issues that they were having. Um, Abel also confided in friends about their trouble in their marriage, saying that she doesn't love me anymore. Um, But neither of them ever mentioned exactly what the problems were. So like the people around them kind of understood like they were going through some type of turmoil, but neither of them ever gave any like true descriptions or anything about what was going on. Um, so in 2007, after 10 years of marriage, they sought marriage counseling at their church. After this counseling began, Mia went into a deep depression. Her oldest daughter, Priscilla, who, um, like I stated, is talking like the entire episode. Uh She recounts how she pretty much was raising her two younger sisters on her own. Mia would stay in the room crying all day or would just not be able to function and care for the kids like she should. And Priscilla would just tell the sisters, like, leave mommy alone. She's not feeling good right now. Um, Or, you know, she's tired or whatever. Poor baby. I know. And she, did you watch it? Mm -mm. She's, oh my God, she's really well-spoken. And like, I don't know. She just seems like so strong and like well put together. I don't know. It's a really good episode. I like if you can, I would definitely watch it. Um, on the night of October 26, 2007, Mia and her older daughter Priscilla went to a jewelry party. Um, apparently, this was like a monthly thing that her and the daughter did to help Mia feel better. Mm. Um, like it helped her by getting out of the house and being around friends. And, um, Apparently, Abel was also happy to have her out of the house for a bit. So after, yeah, he's like, bye. Um, After they returned from the party. Nope, just kidding. (laughs) Um, Edit that out. Just after midnight in the early morning of 20, October 27th, 2007, Mia called 911 panicking. She told this dispatcher that she shot her husband and she thinks he might have been dead. Mia told the dispatcher that she accidentally shot her husband while they were in a heated argument. Okay. Okay. So, upon returning from the party around 10 p.m., according to Mia, Abel was in a shit mood. They reportedly began arguing after he revealed that he thought they should get a divorce He thought they should get a divorce because of the same reason they ended up in counseling. He was having an affair. And according to Mia, he wasn't just having your normal affair. He was involved with another man. Whoa. For about 10 years. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) So this is according to Mia and actually one of Abel's friends 
who he confided that he was having an affair with a man. Okay. However, uh, during the trial, there was no evidence found to support this. So take it as you will, but I want to believe that it's true. I so, mean, it would definitely um, make sense why they were so distant from each other. Yeah, and so, like, they kind of go, like, a little bit back and forth in the episode, but um, after you find that out, it's kind of like, oh, well, maybe that's why she was fucking depressed when the counseling started because you start revealing all this shit, and then it's like, yeah. oh, my God, like, my marriage was a fucking lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, So there was this argument going on, um, and in the heat of the moment, Mia does admit to slapping him and hitting him out of anger. She states that to try to, like, not calm her down, but at least to try um, and stop her from hitting him, Abel tightly grabbed hold of her wrist and was shaking her. And yeah. she stated, like, at this point, she could see that he wasn't, like, just kind of arguing back and forth. Like, he was actually fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. And, um... The only thing, so she said that he'd never looked at her this way. He never acted in this manner. And she was like actually really scared. And the only thing that she can think of was to grab the gun. So she did. So she went into their dresser drawer, grabbed the gun and pointed it at him. And it was his gun from work. And um, after she pointed the gun at him, I guess they were like kind of wrestling for it. Like, obviously, he didn't want her fucking pointing a gun at her at him. <laughs> so yeah. they uh, there was a struggle over the gun and then they both fell on the bed and she ended up on top of him. So she was like straddling him with the gun. Okay. And he was like, OK, like, stop, stop, stop. So she's like, OK. So they both kind of like chill. And as she's climbing like over him, like to get off from on top of him, she stated then at that time the gun went off. So there was Why only is your one finger sh- on the trigger. Yeah. Oi. So, and then also like the way his wound almost looked like he was um like his throat was slashed. Huh. So the end Well, I mean that would make sense kind of if it was weird. like kind of to the side. Yeah. So that part makes sense. Yeah. Um Uh, So the gun accidentally went off. So from the time of the call, so the call that's recorded to the interrogation that's recorded, she would not stop saying that she didn't mean to hurt him and it was complete accident. She's like, I didn't mean it. I I didn't kill him on purpose. Like it was a complete accident. Um, While she was being interrogated for killing her husband, Mia was asked if he ever hit her or hurt her. And she said no. They asked her three different times, has he ever hit you? Has he ever abused you? Were you ever hurt by him? And she said, no, no, no. However, her daughter Priscilla painted a very different picture. She stated that Abel was controlling from the very beginning of the marriage from Mia's day-to-day habits of like, you need to clean this, you need to do this, you need to go there to the money that they were spending. So he was the only one bringing in money. He was the only one working. So he was really controlling about the spending. Yeah. Um, Priscilla also stated that although she didn't recall her dad hitting her, um, hitting Mia, she remembers always um, seeing her mom with bruises all over her body. And Mia never admitted to this. So whether it was when she was being interrogated or after like she never admitted that he ever hit her and i don't think she 
wanted to because she didn't want people to like judge him. Yeah. So um, that was like another thing in the interrogation. They asked her like, you know, what did he do? And she's like, he he didn't want to do any. I don't want his name to be smeared in the newspapers. Like it was an accident. It was an accident. And it's like, what are you trying to protect? Like, you know, like if she did <sighs> yeah. shoot him on purpose, like you snapped homegirl, like he was abusing you, whether it was mental or yeah. physical, like you weren't happy, you know, like he was tormenting you. Yeah. But that's also that abusive, like when you're abused, like you, you kind of, yeah. it seems like, well, I don't want to say you because like I don't have any experience with it, but it seems like there's that reverting to wanting to protect that person. Yeah. So. That's and that's def definitely what she it was lines doing. up with the behavior of what they would do if they were abused. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so Mia never admitted to him hurting her. Right. Um, the trial began in San Bernardino on April 18th, 2011. At age 36, Mia was now standing trial for murder. Murder. What? Um, idea. The, pro <laughs> the prosecution, of course, was going after first degree murder. However, the defense stated that this was clearly a result of the battered of battered women. <laughs> yep. There's yours. We got we're going to have one for each of us. <laughs> nope. Battered okay. woman okay. syndrome. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, the jury deliberated for quite some time, nine days. And on May 11th, 2011, the jury acquitted Mia of both the first degree and sec second degree charges. However, they were hung on the charge of voluntary manslaughter. And the judge was forced to declare a mistrial, which okay. was kind of like yours. Um I feel like that's in, very popular with these snapped yeah. stories. Like which all is of so the ones weird. that I've, I looked at, like were always a mistrial. Like, yeah. Which I mean, it makes sense because it's like they did it, but then. So did like they reason the prosecutor, actually, I really liked her. Like she was very soft spoken, but like mm -hmm. with such strong convictions. Mm -hmm. um, she was convinced that like Mia killed him in cold blood. Like, why did she grab the gun? She could have walked away. She could have called for help. She could have done anything, but she grabbed the gun. And like, to me, it makes sense. Like if you're fucking yeah. scared and you think this is the only way you're going to get this guy off of you, like, yeah, I'd grab the fucking gun too. I think, I think the part that's missing for the prosecutor is that yes, he did hit me. Yes. I was abused. Yeah. I mean, we know, I feel like, listening to the story, listening to what her daughter has said, like we can paint that picture and kind of fill in that void. But when you're in trial and you don't have that, you there's, they're going to play off of that as much as they possibly can. But even and if you're not, if you haven't been abused, like if, if I'm at home. Yeah, true. With, true. If you're afraid. Yeah. With someone who's bigger than me. So let's just put a scenario out there. If my dad's beating the crap out of me right now yeah. and I'm fighting with him and it's getting violent. Um, and I feel like if I try to run, he's going to chase me out of the house. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to get to the phone, but I know there's a gun right there. Yeah. And I know a gun's going to stop. Someone. Yeah. At least the fear of getting shot mm -hmm. will stop someone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to go for the gun because that's my best chance. Yeah. That's why it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. It does. But it's not like the way they're making it seem is like it makes no sense. It's like. Yeah. Mm. But obviously for the prosecutor, like that's their job to, yeah. Yeah, to see doubt. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Uh, the declared, yeah, they declared a mistrial. 
In an effort to not have to go through another grueling trial, um, a plea deal for voluntary manslaughter was reached and Mia was sentenced to eight years. Um, but because she never made bail from 2001, from the time of the shooting, to 2011 when she was convicted. Time served. No, wait, was that 2001? <laughs> that's wrong. 2007. Hi, Janine. So that's from the time she was arrested in 2007 to the time she was convicted in 2011, she got credit for time served. Okay. And she would have been released in uh, 2015. I couldn't find the date that she was released, though. Do you actually know? Because she's like probably 100% out. Oh, she is out. Yeah. I don't know. Um, let me um so sadly um abel's family has custody of their two younger daughters and completely fucking hate her they hate everything about her like okay i get it she killed your son <laughs> um but they they're not considering at all that he had an affair yeah whether it was with a man or a woman they're not considering at all that he ever beat her or that there was ever any like issues within the marriage and to me, it's like you have your number one witness, the daughter who was there at the time of the murder, who was there throughout everything. And she loved her dad like that was her fucking hero, her best friend. And she's telling you he fucking beat her. Uh -huh. He, you know, she always had bruises. She was mentally fucked up because of him. And you're not going to believe her. Like, come on. They don't want um, to. Yeah. So they have custody of the young, uh, the younger two daughter two daughters mm -hmm. and they have no contact with the mother at all that is so sad yeah could like yeah i wonder if she could even go to court for that like would they even consider it like i doubt it huh yeah probably not um i really couldn't find anything after that so yeah. there was ba like barely anything on murderpedia um there were barely any articles about her i tried looking up a release date i couldn't um but she's out she would have been eligible for release in 2015 and it's already 2019 so she would have been out sometime between then and now um but it was a really good episode those i always kind of feel for because mm -hmm. especially in that case where she's like still trying to like keep his reputation up like regardless of what he did or didn't do to her like she maintains her innocence like she, it was a fucking accident yeah but i mean at the end cool. of the day she if she didn't grab that gun then she wouldn't have snapped and it wouldn't have gone off but you also could be dead i know yeah, that's exactly thing. Like, it could have gone the other way then and then yeah it would have been a total a, a completely opposite scenario but uh yeah so that's the story of Mia Gonzalez. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> wow. Bitter. Bitter. Um, real quick, I wrote, I wrote this down, like, this little note after <coughs> you said that um, we happen to be, like, kind of related to some weird, like, shit that has happened. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I told you guys this before. Well, okay, I wait. Patient. I want to rephrase. You guys are related to some weird <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway i'm in florida now but <laughs> uh, oh yeah exactly, exactly. you've got that fucking florida man shit going on come on florida woman um but yeah i don't know if i told you guys this before but i had a patient come in and i don't know why we st oh we started talking about oprah and the queen yes so we started talking about oprah because the patient they're talking about birthdays and the patient's like oh i have oprah's birthday and the patient across from her was like i was on oprah and we're like, why? What? And apparently her son. Okay, I stopped scrolling. Tell yes. me more. Her son was murdered. 
uh-huh. and they never found the murderer. Uh-huh. And what happened was it was like super gang related and the uh-huh. entire community was terrified of this gang and everyone, there was like more than one witness to the murder and seeing how it happened and exactly who did it, but they were all so scared of retaliation. Where mm-hmm. was this? Like, I don't know, somewhere around here. Oh, okay. Wow. And so this was like maybe 15, 20 years ago. And so she went on Oprah because Oprah had this special on like, like a Mother's Day special or something like that. And it was like on mothers who have lost their children for these reasons. Oh, fuck. And um, she to- they were trying to like, you know, there's still a hotline open for it. And she said that I told her that I had a pod. We had a podcast for um, like true crime. And she said that someone was trying to get a hold of her from a podcast to do an interview for her. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. Do you remember her name? I don't. We have to look up that episode. I know. I know. Look in your company records and find it. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot do that. It's a I, law violation. I know. That's why I, said I was being funny. <laughs> wow. That's so. I don't even incredible. know her name, actually. And it was so long ago. There's no way but to on, find her. But on the yeah. side, like, actually, like, look at the records. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. Um, I know. And I, I wanted to. I wanted to look up her son because I didn't. But I forgot. I completely forgot. This and that's kind of like a needle in a haystack. Like, I know that un- could be like, like anyone unsolved gang. Murder. Although Oprah, we could narrow it down with the Oprah thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be really cool. I I hope they got a hold of her, and I hope they're like helping her. Yeah. <gasps> what, what if it's someone knows something? Oh, the podcast. That's so like of all of the podcasts, it's going to be the Canadians. Maybe. <laughs> they love shit like Maybe. that, eh? <laughs> Maybe. You never know. I don't know. But yeah, I hope they um I hope they help her. That's so sad. Yeah. We have a Canadian Fuck. theme this freaking episode gangster. on accident. What's up, Canada? Oh, yeah. I'm not Canadian, I don't think. Mine's not Canadian. Well, none of ours are related to Canada. From. It's all been accident. But we're from Ontario. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I had like this uh, intro on mine and I was super excited because I was going to say like um, my snap story is totally different because, um, you know, most snap stories are from like, you know, people snap and kill their spouse or whatever for money or mm-hmm. because they're having an affair and mine was going to be all about abuse. <laughs> and then you had said the one you were going to do was about <laughs> abuse and then yours was about abuse. And I'm like, oh, you fucking twat. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have done And then that mine wasn't like, about abuse. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, well, yours was going to be about money. It was going to be about everything. It yeah. A little bit of everything. Ooh, you get yeah, clues. So Every, the audience is getting clues. Ooh. I know they are. Dun, mm-hmm. dun, dun. Um, so, yeah, my snap story is um, different, I guess. Well, it is still different from Janine's, though, because, um, yeah, I'll just jump right in. Anyways, um, the case of Barbara Sheehan is different. Be- what? I, th- I why do I know this name? I don't know. Ooh, okay. <laughs> that that look though. I know. Uh, the case of Barbara Sheehan is different because dear old Babs filled her husband's body with eleven bullets. <laughs> shot Babs. Babs. Yeah, you know Babs. <laughs> um, shot eleven bullets out of. Wait, what? See, you fuckers got me. 
<laughs> You're the one. I know. Um, shot from two of his own guns. Not for money, not for love of another, but for self-preservation. Um, married for 24 years to Raymond Sheehan, a retired police sergeant. They had a seemingly normal marriage. They had two children together and by all accounts were one big happy family. Mm-hmm. But behind closed doors, the situation was far darker than anyone could ever imagine. Um, pictures showing the happy couple embracing and kissing lovingly only masked the pain and suffering endured by Barbara. During her trial, Barbara's daughter testified that her father's violent outbursts were so unpredictable at times, he would punch Barbara in the face when they got in stuck in traffic. Holy shit. Now, the reason why I skip so much is because there's so little on this fucking situation. Like, there's no... Um, I couldn't find any investigation reports. I couldn't find anything. Only reports of what happened at the trial and, like, a little bit of, um, like, a summary of yeah. what actually happened. And it pissed me off because no matter what I found, I found, like, 10 different articles saying the exact same fucking That's thing. That's so frustrating. And it's so frustrating, that but I love the story. Um, he would bash her face in with the phone when she attempted to call 911 and even threw scalding pasta sauce at her. What? Ah! <sighs> Now, he had a twin brother. Oh, my God. And his twin brother swears, like, none of this ever happened. He's like, you know, scalding pasta leaves marks. Like, don't you think she would have marks on her face? And it's like, well, he didn't throw it at her face. He just threw it at her. Yeah. You've right. never seen her body. Abusive people like that know exactly what to fucking do. Right. Especially if they're Cops. a cop. Trust no fucking Hey, cop. Um, hey, 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 hey. All I know is cops know what they're doing. Just, and then in Florida, I mean, you know. I know, Florida cops know what they're doing. I'm just kidding. That's, Um, I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Once during a family vacation in 2007 in Jamaica, he slammed her her head into a cinder block wall after an argument. (laughs) Is she alive? She's alive. Oh my God, that woman. Yeah. Um, Mr. Sheehan was one was one twisted son of a bitch for Uh, fucking real it gets worse oh no he would force his wife to watch him masturbate while he was wearing adult diapers or women's clothing Mm mm-hmm even is he btk (laughs) even going what is happening (laughs) plot twist (laughs) um even going as far as going online posing and his wife looking for couples to engage in swinger sex acts with him now they didn't know she didn't know about this until the trial when they showed like an email that was sent saying hi you know my name is barbara my husband raymond would and she was like soliciting couples. he was doing this he was doing this as her because she's like that's not even my email address fucking god and of course you would (laughs) trust a woman more like posting exactly this is for my husband yeah what a piece of shit um so the night before the murder uh raymond and barbara had a blowout fight and barbara had decided to divorce raymond and leave him on the morning of february 28 2008 raymond was shaving in the bathroom when he saw barbara leaving he pulled his gun from his bathroom vanity who keeps a gun in their bathroom vanity fucking psychos yeah so he pulled his gun from the bathroom vanity and pointed it at her now she assumed or uh figured something like this would happen and he had a second gun so she had already had that second gun on her yes and it was bitch. locked and loaded and she was ready Wait. fuck yes um she pulled uh yeah so he started to like charge at her and her fearing for her life started shooting at him yeah. She ended up picking up the second gun and just kept shooting. Like, Fuck just yes. emotion took over yes. and she kept yep. shooting. Yep. 
um when the police found raymond he was on the bathroom floor with the water still running fuck yeah let him drown too um during their the trial their son came to his mother's defense stating he went to college out of state purposely mm-hmm. to get away from his father uh. because he feared his own suicide like he feared his father's abuse to, towards to his that, mother yeah. and towards everything was going to lead him to killing himself <gasps> oh, so he moved as far out of state as God. possible um oh when asked if God. she attended her father's funeral the daughter joyce said she only went to his wake to make sure he was really dead wow fuck dude yeah um, eileen yeah <laughs> God damn. so that right there shows um because obviously the defense their biggest thing was battered women's syndrome. Yeah. yeah. And for the prosecution, they had his twin brother there saying, you know, he was a model citizen. He was the perfect man, blah, blah, they blah. They say that about everybody. Exactly. And they're thinking, you know, if this were true, why would the children come to their mother's defense? Why would the children say shit like this? Of course, that's what the public Fuck, thinks. That's dude. what they want. That's what he wanted them to think. Like, exactly. Yeah. He's manipulative. Like literally obviously. everybody. Um, in 2011, Barbara Sheehan was acquitted of all yeah. charges, Yay! except for, um, I think it was like something discharge of a firearm, which she just got a slap on the wrist for. Good. And um, although she has always admitted to killing her husband, she f- suffered from battered women's syndrome and acted purely of self-defense, yeah. believing if she didn't kill him, he surely would have killed her first. Right. And then who fucking knows what else he would have done to the kids? Well, the kids weren't there anymore. The it kids were already matter. grown. Yeah. No, I know that. But the kids like, were already grown. So that I think that's what makes it different from yours because yours yeah. she like he never hit me, he never hit me. And hers was he would beat the shit out of her right. for twenty four years and she only stayed with him for the kids. And then after that it was she was God. she felt stuck. Mm-hmm. And then she finally decided she was going to leave and look what happened. Like, this is what happens when battered women try to leave. Someone ends up dying. And majority of the time, it's the women that end up dying and the men don't. Nothing happens. Right, right. Oh, I love her. She's my hero. Mm -hmm. She's my fucking hero. Mm -hmm. Damn, And she's this cute little white lady. You she reminds me of? like the best ones. Jesus. Not cool. Jeez. Cool. She just nonchalantly was like, I'll go last. It's not that great. Bitch, you fucked me up. What was that really good one that I had that one time? Even the Aaron Hernandez one was good. You just threw that out there. There was two. There was that one, the mass murder with the um, Holocaust survivor. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. And there was another one that I didn't end up liking and I did it last. <clears throat> and it was really short and you guys ended up loving it no did i do it last or did it first it was um oh fuck i want was it love there wasn't love triangles it was more recent i don't know but look at her she reminds me of the mom from um monsters university oh no <laughs> i'm just can listening to my music <laughs> i don't know if you can see it kyle mm, not really Oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> you know what I could do? I could totally fucking text you. You can totally text it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. That was quicker. Oh my god, that was so good. That was a good one. I'm that was really good. That I did. You had another one? No, the um one that I loved that you guys. Or the one that you guys love that I that I hated. Oh. I'm sure like someone's screaming what it is right now. So just yeah, let us, just let us know. <laughs> yeah, that was like short and sweet. She's my new hero. I try to keep them short and sweet, but like, ooh, they get you right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. 
like right in the fucking feels. I mean, like to me, that is a true. I don't know. Like, I just I want to shake them. Like, what are you doing? But I know exactly why they fucking stay. Yeah. You know, like you can't leave. Oh, man. What an amazing mother to have. Yeah. 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 And what awesome kids, you know, like to come to her support. Seriously. Like, yeah. And to have like that self-awareness of like, I need to get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah. That's so strong. Or, that's yeah. so strong. That was so awesome. good. Well, good job, Eileen. Yeah. Good job to all of us. We all did great. Thanks for blowing it out of the fucking water on this episode. Yeah. Jeez. Awesome. I surprise myself sometimes. <laughs> you surprise us all the time. <laughs> like, I literally wait till the absolute last minute to do my shit, and I just throw it together, but it ends up being people's favorites. And I'm actually really fucking loving it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, my <laughs> expectations for you are always very low, and you just... <laughs> and you I know. feel it every fucking time. I know. Only and because I know the procrastination. And normally, Kylie and I... Kylie and I will be like, I'm doing this person. I'm doing this person. And then Eileen's like real fucking quiet and yeah. like normally doesn't tell us. Yeah. Even like day of, we don't know who the fuck she's doing. Mm-hmm. And then she just hits us with shit like this. And it's like, I- I'm sorry. Yeah. When did you do this? <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen to us. And I hate it. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> We're hilarious. We have our moments. <laughs> oh my God. It's too funny. Well, 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 guys, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, if for whatever reason you've never watched Snapped, um, get to it. Yeah. Go There's always marathons. <laughs> yeah. On like Oxygen. Um, are they on like WGN too? Is I that, don't think so. I think it's just on it's Oxygen. It's just Oxygen yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah, um, there's some on YouTube. Um, there's actually some on the Oxygen website that you can watch for free. Um, I've sure never seen a snapped episode on, like, I don't like. iTunes, and I'm sure you could find them on, like, you could purchase them yeah. on, like, Amazon and stuff like that. So It's literally endless. Like, it's so amazing. I know. Which is one of the reasons why, like, my grandma and I have always bonded over the snapped show, so, like, when we did, when we started doing this podcast, like, it was one of the reasons why I only wanted to do girl stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even because, like, everything that we listen to, it's mostly male-dominated yeah. hosts, male-dominated stories. I was like, not today, Satan. <laughs> so, that's one of the <laughs> reasons why I try that. Podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. I hope you guys like this episode. This was fun. This was fun. <laughs> I feel like I say that every episode, but literally because I'm just like, this is so much fun. Yeah. So, right, thank you. Sure. <laughs> Don't you have so much fun with us? So much fun. <laughs> I wish you guys can see your face right now. <laughs> I wish you guys could She's, see your face like at all times. We should just have an eye on I know, literally. <laughs> Just be the same face (laughs) over and over and over all the time. Oh, man. Well, I hope you guys, I hope it was as good for you as it was for us, everyone. Yeah. Go check out our show notes. We always post them on our website, truecrimegirls.com. You can. I literally have not done show notes in like the past. No. I didn't do the last one. They'll be up by the time this episode. Okay. So Kylie has show notes on (laughs) the website. 
<laughs> and also on the website, especially after um, an episode like this, just FYI, we do have a support page on there that has all kinds of helplines for mm-hmm. all kinds of scenarios. Um, if for whatever reason you have been in a situation like the ones that we discussed today, there are helplines on that discussed? page. Discussed? Discussed? discussed. It's the fucking time change, I swear to God. <laughs> um, and... Also, if you're going to be reading our show notes and looking for help in the case you want to just look really cool while you're doing that, um, we have our shop that's up with all of our permanent items. Um, So please go buy stuff and look really cool with us. Yeah, I'm hoping to add like more stuff soon, too, but I'm not going to put myself to a deadline because I don't I'm not going to do well with that shit. Well, thank you again for sticking around and just being super rad to us we totally Um, are surprised and appreciate it very very much yes Mm -hmm. and um you can go follow us on all of the social medias we are on i'm just gonna say facebook and instagram because let's be honest twitter doesn't exist in our life um it's there though if you want to give us a follow but you ain't gonna get Mm -hmm. anything (laughs) and send us cool things that you find that would be cool yeah um, you could follow our personal Instagrams, um, Kylie TCG, Janine TCG, and Eileen TCG. And yeah, I mean, just go and follow us everywhere. Please don't fucking follow us home, though. I just no. farted. <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Jesus Christ. <laughs>